This is your Diz After Dark episode recorded live on the 4th of February 2019. Now, before we actually start the, the show itself, uh, I just wanted to address some things. So, at the beginning of this year, I made a conscious decision to record a new podcast jingle to start the show. Um, now, I thought this would be fun, I thought people would enjoy it, and the results have been a little bit mixed, if I'm completely honest, and so I reached out to the other members of the team just to get their honest feedback on on what they thought of of what I'd done, and um, here are the results. I tried to talk him out of it, but he wouldn't listen. I support him in a lot of his suggestions for the show. I just didn't have the heart to tell him how awful it truly was. I mean, it's like a cat and a dog had babies and then the babies vomited and made a song. Hey, look, he's always had a bit of an ego, but even I thought this one was too much. So when Nick asked me to join Diz After Dark, I thought, yeah, you know, this is a good show to join. Um, And then I heard the new intro. Uh, I've always been a fan of It's a Small World, but somehow Nick's managed to ruin that even for me. So I didn't want to say anything as a new member of the team, but yeah, sorry, Nick. We need to change it. So, you know, I've, I've listened to what people have said on social media and my very own team and um, I thought it was only fair and, and probably the right thing to do to uh, to change the, the theme tune once again. So um, for the first time, and I hope this will be the forever theme tune, um, welcome to Diz After Dark. There's a great big beautiful new podcast from the After Dark podcast team. There's a really, really great new episode of our show, Dears of the Dark. Nick had a dream of a new theme. He didn't want to run it past the team. But now it's become a reality. It's a dream come true for you and me. So there's a great, big, beautiful new podcast from the After Dark Podcast team. It's a really, really great new episode of our show, Dears After Dark. Well, what can I say? That is even worse. Maybe we should have just let him stick with his other one. Or, or maybe we just resurrect Boniface and blap the branch. Hello and welcome to uh, another edition of Diz After Dark. I am Nick and I am joined by my faithful companions on this journey. Uh, Start off to the right, Mr. Paul Dolan. How do you do, Paulie D. Mr. D. Uh, Pretty much. But I love it. Uh, we've also got Craig. Hey, howdy, hey. Yeah, you won't be saying that in a few minutes when the full-time whistle blows. And Yo. we are joined uh, by Ryan. Good evening. Uh, welcome, sir. Welcome. And thank you for joining us again. I mean, I know you said you were going to try and be a regular, but I mean, you're really, you're really committed. I can't, I, you know, very Once happy I've committed, I've committed. I've, you know, I've been, 
Same with same with my upcoming marriage. I was going to say, years, I'm committed. Yeah, your fiance is going to be very pleased to hear that as well. Um, <laughs> um, he's he's currently on thin ice at the moment. He's got some very strong political views that we don't agree with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by political, we're talking Fast and Furious and American beer. But other other than that, you know, no Trump situations here. Um, right, let's start as we mean to go on with a round of what everybody's drinking. Um, so, Ryan, what are you drinking? I am drinking a lovely Rose Hogarden, straight from the tap. Ooh, show off with his little beer pump. Yep. Very, very nice. Uh, Craig, what are you drinking? Well, I'm drinking uh, a single malt whiskey, uh, Glen Grant's The Majors Reserve. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Mm. Well, dilly dilly RIP after the Super Bowl advert. Um, Mr. D, what about, uh, yeah, what about yourself? So, uh, Stouffer Press cider. Very good. Cheers. Um, and I will be topping up my vodka with some more Pepsi Max because um, I run out of beer, basically. So that's what I'm on instead. So that's the sound of the bottle. Um, right. Mm, sorry, hold the press. I've just tried this Stouffer Press. <clears throat> it's piss water. So I'm on oh. the piss water. Oh, dear. Not good. Is, is that not a one you've had before? No. No, it's a new one. And uh, first and last time, I think. Oh. Never mind. Well, you've got to try these things, haven't you? Exactly. Yeah. Right, so let's crack on as we do now, each and every show, after the drinks. And that's with the news from the parks. The Dad Disney Parks News Roundup is sponsored by WP Magic Journeys. To find great prices for your next Disney holiday, as well as letting someone take the stress out of booking your fast passes and your dining reservations. Contact Wendy at wpmagicjourneys.com or wpmagicjourneys on social media. Mention Dis After Dark for a $25 off your deposit. It is the smart way to book your dream Disney holiday. So, Craig, I'm going to go to you first because I know you've been desperate to talk about this. Um, what's our first story this week? Well, Nicholas, I'm glad you asked me that because uh, Walt Disney Wales have just launched the World of Dreams, right? $12,000 tour being offered at Walt Disney World offers Cinderella Castle Suite access and more. And okay. more. And more. And more. <clears throat> a new VIP tour called World of Dreams is being offered at Walt Disney World. It costs $12,000 for up to six guests and is 12 hours long. Two tour guides will conduct you on your tour. You get backstage, ac- backstage access and transportation front of the line attraction access, a tour of Cinderella Castle Dream Suite, exclusive nighttime spectacular viewing spaces, all meals included, three a day, with selected alcohol, access to any restaurant at Walt Disney World, no reservations needed, and many more possibilities based Mm. on the guest request. If you do the tour for one day, $12,000. For each additional day, it's only $10,000. Bargain. 
it's available to book now, but needs a week to book in advance. Wow. So they can line up more special opportunities. Yeah. So who I've got what I've, I've, I've had to delegate to my marriage to see what yeah. I'm allowed to do on my $12,000 tour. Mm-hmm. So boys, I'm putting it back on you. Yeah. What would you do? So my understanding of this is that, <clears throat> that it isn't just what's on the menu. You can, you can ask for other stuff within certain limits. Yeah. yeah. My understanding is anything is on the table within reason. Yeah. So you can't, you can't operate machinery. No. Nope. So you wouldn't be able to, you know, like operate a ride or anything like that. No and monorail you, driving. Yeah. And you can't be a character. That's, that's the other, that's the other condition, I think. But apart from that, I think it's any reasonable request goes. And actually, when you think about it, I mean, I was, I was thinking about this. So $2,000 ahead, if you could get six people, presumably, because you've only got two tour guides, presumably all six of you would need to agree the things that you're going to do because you're going to do them all together. Yeah. But if you could get that sort of agreement, you could get, you could ask for some really unique stuff, I think. A couple of things I was thinking about was drive the steam train around the park, or you can't drive it because you're not allowed to operate machinery, but you could be up with the driver, I would think, right? On the, on the steam train around the park, uh, in the parade as a as like a guest. Um, I wonder if they'd let you be a cast member. You can't be a character, but I wonder if you could be a cast member, like Haunted Mansion or Tower of Terror or Jungle Cruise. Well, you can. Um, one of the things you can skip, <coughs> at, you can skip your own uh, jungle cruise boat mm-hmm. for you and your friends. So you could yep. actually be the skipper if wanted. Yeah. Um, I think you could probably be a cast member. I'd like to think. Uh, yeah. You know, at the haunted mansion, uh, certainly not putting people on the ride, but at the front. Mm. Um, I mean, Dis- Disney are really uh, looking to save some cash now, aren't they? They're getting people to pay them to be cast yeah. members. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, right? I I'm mean, only going to pay them minimum wage, though. Oh, no, wait a minute. It's $2,000. <laughs> what does yeah. that work out per hour? That's, that, <laughs> that's 200 cast more. members. Yeah, it's a little bit more. So, well, I mean, the, the breakdown for cost, right? $12,000 divided by six, as you say, is 2000 mm. Divide that by 12 is $167 per person per hour. Yeah, it's, no. I mean, it's not when you break it down like that. It's not. It's not actually that bad. But I honestly can't see Disney allowing you to be a cast member for anything because when you're a cast member, you are representing that company. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. think they just let you. I mean, it'd be nice if you they let, did. But back in back in the day, Ricky Gabanti was allowed to be a a haunted mansion cast member. He won a competition. And he did have a bit of training. Mm. But I think as long as you were, you know, the, the red out, look, you, you want to do this? Okay, you have to sign this disclosure. We're not going to, we don't want any blah, 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 whatever you have to sign. I would yeah. imagine you could do it. What, what, would you, what would you do, Paul? What would you do, Paul? Given It's on you. Yeah, you so, should, so some yeah. of those things, if you could, I mean, like, you know, have a day where you plan out all these events. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do... The obvious stuff, like you know, like walking on the rides front. I, w- I mean, I wouldn't ride Flight of Passage ten times or anything like that because you can you can do those things. 
So I'd I'd go for stuff that you just literally couldn't do or are very, very difficult to do. Like, you know, be on the front of the steam train, go around the park, get in the parades in some way, even if it's just sitting in one of the old vehicles and driving up Main Street and waving to everybody and looking like a tosser. Um, and cast some of the classic cast members, if you could. So the ones I've mentioned, Haunted Mansion, Tower of Terror, um, Jungle Cruise, for sure. Uh, and then maybe maybe a couple of backstage type things, you know, walk through. I'd love to walk through the Magic Kingdom at night, um, you know, when, when everybody's gone, just nobody else in the park, apart from maybe like the maintenance staff and stuff like that. Um, you know, things like that that are unique. And if you, I guess if you timed it, so it was, say, Halloween on, on like a Halloween party, then, you know, if you were in the Haunted Mansion dressed up as a cast member during a Halloween party, that would be, that would be kind of special, I think. So those are the sort of things I was, I was thinking about. I, I did think I'd like to be Tinkerbell and fly down from the castle before the fireworks. But that would be like being a character, so I don't think they'd let me do that. And I'm not sure I'd get in the costume anyway. I bet you you could do that, you know. <clears throat> I think I'd look hot. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. What, what would you do, Ryan? Um, this was a tough one. I think um, I the, the first thing I'd do is I'd put, lay down the ground rule. The, no matter how drunk I got at Epcot, they weren't allowed to throw me out. Um, and I'd say, right, every food and wine festival stop, I'm going front of the line. You'll serve me whatever I want. And that's, you know, the two the two drink limit per guest is completely wavered for me. Um, that would be my first rule. Second rule, I'd like to get Lasselia steaks served to me by a combination of Stitch and Bob Iger himself. <laughs> and, and lastly, I think I'll finish the night off uh, on a lovely little boat with Stitch, Bob Iger and many drinks from the festival and I'll hit the big button that sets off the fireworks for illuminations. Wow, eh? So well, I'm possibly throwing over throwing up over the side. <laughs> so you're literally doing a twelve hour drinking anything marathon. Yeah, uh, I reckon so. <laughs> do you order food and wine? That'd be amazing. Oh, it it would be amazing, but there's only so much you can fit in. No. I got blitzed at um, drinking around the world a couple of years ago, and that was sharing a drink at every every land. I was half cut. I reckon as long as you go, look, I'm allowed to tactical chunder whenever I like, <laughs> wherever, wherever I like as well. Stitch with a, br- a brush and a mop. Clean well, up for you. I'll tell you, I think we've got our episode. I think we've got our episode title there. <laughs> tactical chunder. Yeah. I'm sure I had one of their albums. <laughs> yeah, they were big in the uh, the nineties Britpop boom. Okay, then Nick, come on, what would you do? You know what? I think I would like to dress as a pirate and spend an hour on Pirates of the Caribbean with the anim- all the anim- animatronics as the boats go around. Do you think? Well, would they allow that? Well, as that is. Again, I mean, I mean, it's probably more likely than being a cast member. So and as long as they uh, told you what you could and couldn't do, for Mickey's not so scary. They had they had an, um, a cast member on the bridge as boats were going underneath it, um, as a dressed as a pirate, um, kind of shouting stuff at guests. So the, you could definitely get you could definitely get close to the animatronics. 
Yeah, I mean, I, like the thing is, like, what I mean is, is being part of the ride. So whether I get to stand oh, up to do that, hundred percent. Yeah, and so that's it. So if they said to you, right, here are the six lines that you are allowed to say, and you can only say these six lines. All right, no problem. That's fine. Yeah, that, I think I'd like that. But that you know that to me because that is something you cannot do. Like money would not normally be able to buy you that. So if that was an option, that is that is something that I'd like to do. Um, Unless the lines are we want the redhead, <clears throat> that's true. not allowed anymore. True. No, you're not to say that. Hmm. Um, Extra couple of grand, you might be able to say it. Backstage, yeah. I'd, I'd like to go backstage to like um, wherever they're drawing up the plans for you know future attractions. I don't know if they have that, if that's on site or if that's elsewhere, but if that's on site, I'd like to see it's that. Just in a little shed, just behind uh, the Magic Kingdom, just just there with the yeah little blocks of wood out and. The plans just on a big desk. I'd be like, sir, can we just check that you you don't work for any kind of podcast or you know? Because this is quite sensitive. Information. No, no, obviously. no, no. Michael Rod, Michael Roddy, is it? Who's the fellow with the big ears with all the the diamonds and everything? Joe, um, oh, Joe Road. Yeah, Joe, Joe Road. Yeah, he's Joe there Rode. with a pencil, just a pencil behind his ear. You know, he's, he's got it in his ear. <laughs> just drawing plans. I would like to also see in. Um, into some of the apartments above Main Street. I mean, it's probably they're probably not even proper rooms. Probably just storerooms, just full of crap. Probably, probably not even that, but just to be able to kind of look, for, get, go into one and, and peer out of a window down onto Main Street, I think would be really cool. Mm. Yeah. So what? Okay, so you filled an hour there or two hours. Where are you eating? You can eat anywhere. Club Thirty Three. Well, Ooh, see, that's that's Club the thing. 33. That's the thing. Like, is Club Thirty Three open yet? It is in some of the parks, yeah. Well, it's, it it's, definitely... in, it's in Disneyland, but I don't think Club Thirty Three no, has made it to Orlando it yet. No, it has, yeah. Because uh, WDW Couple is it? They've been in it. We watched it. It's in um, Holly- there's one in Hollywood Studios. Definitely, they went in. Mm. Oh, well, they then it. yeah, absolutely. Then that's where you want to go. Um, you know, if, if if that was one of the caveats that you couldn't have access to Club Thirty Three or any of the sub Club Thirty Threes that they are starting to invent, um, then I suppose it would just be the finest dining on property. So I'd do the twelve course tasting at um the Grand Floridian. I'd uh, Victorian Alberts, yeah, Victorian Albert, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that was on my list. Yeah, I would do that. I mean, I would. I would even if it meant having to not be a vegetarian for the day, I, I, I don't think I could turn <laughs> that only, down. The only problem, I hate to be a party pooper, right? But if it was, what was it, $169 an hour you're paying? Mm. Yeah. Victoria and Albert's is about a three-hour experience. So you're, you're paying, what's that, 400 nearly $500. Well, you can just get it for like $200. Yeah, $200, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll have the first hour then. Right. Okay. Just get what course well, you, do you want? What you, well, you could just say like, "Look, I'm paying twelve grand here. You get all courses that you get all courses out now." Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, could, could you order it? Could you pre-order it on your phone? Yeah. Well, you could tell them, couldn't you? This is. Yeah. Give me, give me the menu. That's what I'm having. Yeah. yeah. No, actually, I want Victoria and Albert, the butler and these and these misses, to bring it on a tray to me. In Town Square on Main Street, and I want it now. 
just set up like a, a massive table in the middle of Main Street. Yeah. You've got lovely candles, bottle of wine, and everyone's just walking past you, and you're just yeah. there looking at you like, what the hell is going on? I've just had one. Yeah, what about one. if they let you on the back of the boat in Fantasmic? Oh, yeah. Or even if they just put a little dinghy with a piece of string <laughs> attaching you to the boat. Yeah. And you're just there in, as a character, but like a pirate, like you say, so not a face, you know, a, a proper character. Yeah. Just rowing, no. just rowing the boats, you and your five mates. I, I got one as well, right? I want I want a sofa, a nice big comfy sofa from one of the hotels, and I want them to put it right in the middle of the hub with a, with a little fence just around it so I can sit there on the sofa and watch the nighttime fireworks show sitting on oh, the sofa. I just thought of another one. <laughs> now we're so, getting going. Yeah, now we're cooking on gas. Okay. <laughs> I got my standard score. So, so what I would what I would do is I would ask if I could spend an hour in the Hall of Presidents standing next to Trump and just being able to say tosser after he does his little <laughs> speech for an hour. That's a great idea. I've, I've just got a way of, to get the money back, though, right? Two hours of your day, you get exclusive access to the Purple Wall and you start charging people to take a photo in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> $10 yeah. a go. Yeah. There you go. You've made that money back in an hour, no problem. Yep. And I, I want a I want a photo pass photograph with me and all the princesses. All of them. I just want to be in no, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say, but no, you don't go there now. It needs to be I... within reasonable limits. Including Diana. She's always my princess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to drive the chicken nugget van round and see what its delivery route is every day. Because Lou Mangiello swears blind that the chicken nuggets at A place is different and better than the chicken nuggets at B place. And I'd like to prove him wrong. All it is is the oil. The oil's yeah. been changed in one of them. That's it. Exactly. They've sprinkled a bit of... The chef's got a bit artistic and sprinkled a bit of salt on some. Mm. Salt Bay's serving up chicken nuggets in one of the places. Right, well, what I would do, I would aim to be starting... I would only start my event at like eight o'clock at night mm. or, or, or whatever time suits. So to dine at Victoria and Albert's as quick as I could, that I would then want VIP uh, both for illuminations and then, or whatever way the fireworks worked out so that I could see as many of the fireworks shows as I could in one night. Right. So all three of them, if possible, all three main, because the animal kingdom, I don't count that. But so all three main fireworks shows, I'd want them staggered. Hopefully that I could catch them all because you've you've got access to backstage, so you could be in a big Range Rover, bombing yeah. around everywhere. So I'd do that, and then I'd want to go into Cinderella's castle. Oh no, no, sorry. Then I would do all the rides that I wanted after park closure, which is apparently on the table, right? So you could go and have a little tour of how stuff works and then do the ride and then at about two o'clock in the morning I'd want to go and bed down in Cinderella's castle in the suite and if possible um, have a little bit of the Cinderella um, Nuki with my beloved of course in Cinderella's castle I've done a poo in Cinderella's castle so that's one one bucket list tick, and you haven't you know I mean? and, and you haven't been trespassed for that 
for pooing in Cinderella's castle. Yeah. No, they've got toilets. <laughs> They're in the restaurant. Apologies for making an assumption based on your uh, your hometown. I've never pooed in a bush. Oh, well, sorry. Have. Right. Uh, sorry. Uh, we've just got a new episode title. <laughs> <laughs> but so that would take me, because I've started seven or eight o'clock, basically seven or eight o'clock the next morning, I would probably get a breakfast out of it somewhere. Um, and then I'd be done. So, so like a good four hours of my 12 hours would be spent asleep. That's an expensive four hour sleep. Mm. Yeah. But, and, and this, like, this isn't made for, for the likes of us. We could all afford this if we worked hard and saved hard and were literally once in a lifetime and all oh, that. Yeah. I, 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 well, look, look, I mean, no, $12,000. Yeah, but it's between six years, so it's only two grand. Well, no, no, he's, he's, so it's only fifteen hundred quid in English money. Okay, like, all right. It's between it's between six of you. What if you are two adults and four children? Okay, yeah. So, but it's not for next year. This would be a once no, in no, a no. lifetime I thing. Get, that I, might be five years to save up I or get, whatever. <laughs> but this isn't aimed for us. This isn't for the likes of us. This is for the people who. <laughs> The people who are running around on the footy pitch now, the people who who just shouted last night, we're going to Disney World, that's who this is aimed for. Who could go and spend easily 30 grand, no problem, on three days doing this. 32 grand. People with more money than cents. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And this this is, instead of building another theme park, Disney are now putting <coughs> layers on their theme parks, and this is just another layer to add. This is for the elite. This is amazing. Mm. I'm telling you though, if you if you spend 12 hours on the purple wall charging people, you're going home <laughs> with at least 40 grand. Yeah, easy. I think all you're gonna do is say, I want to, I want to, I want to operate the popcorn stand for yes. 12 hours <laughs> and keep the profits. And you, I want to be, I want to be manager of the main street shop, the Emporium yeah. for the day. One for you, one for me, <laughs> one for you, one for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd be interested. Just... Go on, sorry. I was just going to say, find somebody you don't like and then just spend the whole day following them, cutting and laying in front of them. Say, all right, I want to go in front of them <laughs> now. Right, okay. Remember me? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we had that in, what year was it? 2010. Oh, I'm bald. Uh, 2010, when we're on our Thomas Cook flight, premium economy, and Grace's baby's juice bottle um, exploded because of the air pressure. It literally ejaculated. When I, I flipped the straw up, it ejaculated straight up, exploded all over the ceiling of the aeroplane, and then fell down on top of the woman in front of us. And she just had her hair done, with pure, and she had pure orange juice in her hair, and she was not happy. Well, who did we see all holiday in the queues? <laughs> <laughs> that family. It was unbelievable. And it's crazy the, how that happens, isn't it? The husband was one of the nicest men ever. He was like, oh, don't worry, don't worry. And she was, she wouldn't look at us. She wouldn't talk to us. She wouldn't give us the time of day. When Kerry had the baby on her knee and said, excuse me, love, do you mind just putting your seat forward a little bit? Because she fully reclined her seat, trapping the baby on Kerry's knee. She said no <laughs> and left her. Mm. We, had to, we had, to, had to get a flight attendant out. Yeah. I'd get a 12 grand out right there and then. So, right, okay, I'm having them. I'm having them. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I wonder if you could so, trespass somebody as well. Trespass somebody? Yeah. 
just just pick someone. You know, if there's someone in the parts that you don't like or you don't like look of, just go. Can I trespass them? And, no, and, that's and nasty. Yeah, no, what, look, you're you're the boss. Sorry, trackers, you're not coming in. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, enough of you. Other cereal bars are available. <laughs> I think that's me. I'd be interested to know what the listeners yeah. uh, would do with their 12 hours. 12 hours is a long time, but it's... it go quick, though. It would go quick, but there's so much to do. I mean, apparently you can feed the animals. You can probably muck out the animals if you wanted to. Oh, probably shoot a zebra. About, probably didn't even think about Animal Kingdom. Hmm. No, no Empire Magic Kingdom would be where I spend my time. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Put too. a saddle on a giraffe, ride that for a little bit. Be a, be a brickie in Star Wars land. Yeah. Get in there before yeah. anybody else. Well, that's the thing. Surely you could say, look, can I just have a tour of Star Wars land hmm. now? I'll wear the Ardat and all that. I'll do all that. Good call, that one. That's what I'd do, yeah. I yeah. like that. Well, Craig, if you can put a little, um, a little thread in the official... After Dark Podcast Network Army Facebook group, and uh, I think that'd be a good conversation to have in there. Yeah, definitely. And if you're listening to to this conversation and, and want to join in, then that's where you need to go. Um, so links in the show notes. Um, who is there anyone wants to go next with a story about within the parks? Fine, I'll tell it. Silence is me. I've I've got one. So, yeah, I was happy to go. Um, So, this, well, since we last recorded, um, Disneyland Paris have, and we don't do much Disneyland Paris news on here now because of Discover DLP, but I thought this was was very interesting. Um, Disneyland Paris have announced Magic, sorry, Magical Pride. A dazzling party lighting up Disneyland Paris on the 1st of June. Dress like a dream, feel fabulous, and experience Walt Disney Studios Park like never before. Loud, proud, and alive with the colours of the rainbow. So this is the first official kind of, you know, LBGT event that they're having in a Disney park. There's been, obviously, other events but these have been unofficial. So this is the first official Disney Park um, party for our, our gay, um, you know, lesbian, bisexual, queer, transgender uh, audience. So I think uh, I think it's a it's a big step. Um, some of the things they've mentioned just in the in this kind of press release for it. A brand new parade illuminating the streets of Walt Disney Studios Park with a vibrant pride atmosphere. Disney characters out and about excited to share a special moment with you. The rare chance to ride our thrilling attractions late into the night in Walt Disney Studios Park. A stunning dance party featuring some artists dropping some banging beats and many more magical surprises. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually, it does say you can book now. Let me see if it does let me book now. I won't be able to go. Uh, I can't. I, I genuinely no, can't. No, that's, I'm getting married what? on that day. Well, you've got a very good wow. excuse. You've got a very good excuse. Um, what, sounds like, it sounds like a great idea, though. What's the... 
No, what great. are you looking at price wise? It doesn't. I just tried to. I just tried to go onto the the link to buy tickets, but it's taken me to some just generic book your dates part of the website. So I don't know. I mean, I imagine it'll probably be a similar price to the the hard ticket events that they have there already. So you're probably looking around about uh, 40, 50 euros, I'd imagine. Mm. That's cheap, so, that, isn't it? Yeah. So... You got, I was just going to say, they got that concert this summer as well, haven't they? Three um, nights, yeah. Jungle-themed one? How much yeah, is that? Electroland. I think it's about the same price. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. it's about the same price. Um, I mean, they've done that for a few years, but it's mm. slightly extended this year. Um, but I just thought it was it was big news they're having an event like that, and I think it's um, you know it, it's over time really. I think you know it's good that they've they're, they're embracing it and they're doing something official. Um, but and, and you know I've I've been to one of the soirees already. Um, I'm more on soirees in a little bit, um, and so I think you know those, those events are generally pretty good. Uh, the only thing I don't like about the press release is like ride the rides into the night well most of them are indoors do do any of the other um parks around the world do specific events or have they always been unofficial events apparently this is yeah. the first official one yeah well, they, i've been i've been to orlando um when they had the unofficial events on before and yeah it's a shame that it's 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 only now really that disney have embraced it but it, it's good that they're finally doing it i think I still think it'll be a while before the US parks do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I fully agree. Especially there. Florida. Yeah, which is yeah. It, you'd like to think in this day and age that that wouldn't be the case, but I think you're right. I think there's still it's still going to be a while before we see them at all the parks. Um, but yeah, it's good. And also, I mean, the thing is as well, like this is one. It's a private event, and secondly, it's it's in the studios park as well. So it's not like um, you know something like Mickey's Not So Scary where you're closing the park early to you know have this hard ticket to the event. They're doing the studios, which generally closes earlier anyway, and also it's a hard ticket event, so it's not going to interfere with anybody because you know we are still in a in a time when you know some people are still quite against having such a, an event um by doing this this means it's it's its own separate thing if you don't want to go you don't have to go that's it mm. so I, th- I think it's i think it's a really good idea i'm really pleased that they're doing it. i'm i'm really pleased that you know a park that i i call my my home park is doing it as well and it's been the first one i think it's uh, you know I, I hope it's gonna be a big success i think it will be um and i hope it's the the start of um of more things like that personally 100 percent, 100% i agree if it wasn't for the fact that that weekend i was already pretty busy i would have tried to get over for it because i think it's uh i think it'd be a great event i just i mean i i mean i'm saying i can't go i'm guessing i can't go because you've only got so many lives nicholas well this is this is see this is the problem you see so on to my next little bit of disney park news really is that um i went to the soiree for mickey's birthday back in december and that was a really crazy um one and a half day or two day experience um that i did it was very manic and very fun 
uh, and I really enjoyed it. And because I'm going to Atlanta this year, I thought that's probably going to be me done. Um, but then the opportunity came around for me to go to the Princess and Pirates soiree that they're having um, at the end of March or towards the end of March. And I have, uh, I'm going, I'm going, but I'm not going alone. No, I'm, I'm also going. going. Yeah, <laughs> me and Ryan sitting in the car, sitting there being not driven. Board light. That's right. So me and Ryan, and we didn't, we didn't actually know we were both going at first. No, I definitely didn't. Anyway, no, um, I didn't same car. Yeah. So you both didn't know you were both going, and you were both in the same car. Yep. This is some weird shit going down. This is mm. this is just how close the community is. So I'll be going back out with um with Ben, who is disabled at Diz. Uh no, disabled. I've said his name wrong, it's terrible, isn't it? Oh um, he's gonna but, kick you out that car. That's fine. He's, he's already <laughs> he's already relegated me to the back from shotgun anyway, so it's it's fine. That'll Did be Ryan call shotgun first? No, 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 I, no. I haven't got it. No. Oh so me and Ryan will be sitting in the back. Um, we can stick a few beers in the back. Exactly. exactly. You won't stick a few with Nicholas. He's a shandy arse. Yeah, if the, this is coming from Craig, who's also a notorious shandy arse. Um, so we're going on the 22nd, I want to say. Something oh, like that. I think, February, uh, is yeah, it? March. Oh, March, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So we're going... We're going 20, 21st, 21st. 21st. And we're going to be there. So last summer, so I said I went... For the party on Thursday, I got there first thing, literally first thing Thursday morning and left there Friday afternoon. But this time we're getting there on Thursday and we're coming home on Sunday night yeah, or Sunday afternoon. So, yeah, it's going to be, we're actually going to experience the parks properly um, as a group. And we get to go to the Princess and Pirates Soiree, which I'll be honest, I've not done Princess and Pirates before. I've not been there when they've had that festival uh, previously so i'm not that hot on it i know that they have some unique characters there that they introduced as part of this last year that people are very keen on um but i'm not so bothered about that i'm just glad to be going to the soiree i don't know what to expect they're not really announced anything yet the only thing they have announced is that because the theme is princess and pirates and, and during the parade you have to choose which side you want to be on for this soiree um, one park is going to be princess and the other park is going to be pirates. And you have to choose which side you want to do. Which, do you want to rephrase that? No. Okay. Why do I want to re- re- rephrase that? Because I'm not doing any pirates. I'll only do princesses. <laughs> well, that's that's, that's mm. entirely up to you. I'm, I'm, I'm free-flowing. So, uh, <laughs> putting on the right choice of words, but Roger the cowboy. <laughs> so, uh, they haven't announced which one's which yet. Um, my, my gut feel would be that princesses in the main part because of the castle. Um, but we don't know, and we don't know what else the night's going to entail. We don't know what characters are going to be out. I imagine, similar to the, the previous soirees, will be like fancy, uh, unique parades and, and things like that, but um. Yeah, I think it'd be a really good laugh. And more importantly, I get to hang out again with Ben. And uh, I think Katie might be going who went last time as well. But 
I get to hang out and meet Ryan because we've not met in real life yet. Who is Shocker? Uh, I'm not sure. I think there's there's at least one girl coming. There might be two. A girl? I'm not sure. So that'd be a girl, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I can't wait. To, and, I, and I said to Ryan when I found out, like, what a great way of, of first hanging out. We won't, unfortunately, be meeting in the parts of the first time because we'll be travelling together. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be really good. And we're going to record... All right, well, I'm definitely going to record some content. I'm sure Ryan will as well. So um, do some video when we're out there and um, some stuff for podcasts. So yeah, it should be a really good time. And we've already decided we're going to be doing Big Thunder Mountain at night because Ryan's never done it. What? Mm-hmm. Not at, a, not at night. Disneyland Paris. At night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At night, best. I've done it, yeah. I've done uh, it at night, and it's amazing. Oh, I can't wait. It's such a good ride in Paris as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're staying at Sequoia Lodge as well. Yes. Nice. Nice. It's a great hotel. Have you got anywhere to eat lined up or are you just going to wing it? Well, I mean, we, we weren't there for long last time, so we completely winged it last time. Um, when me and P-Dubs went uh, for, for Run Disney, we went to go and eat in uh, Vapiano's. Um, but we didn't eat in there because it was taking so long we had to start the race, so we didn't go. So I would quite like to try that out in the village. Um, but otherwise, no, I've not really thought too much about where I'm going to eat. Um, there is uh, Princess Breakfast while we're there. I don't know if you've heard would about Would you like mine, your but... eggs in the morning, love? <laughs> um, no, I've not heard about that. So they, they do a Princess lunch at the moment at and i'm not even going to pronounce what the restaurant is but the cinderella restaurant that they have in Fantasyland. um and for princess and pirates they they've started i think at the end of this month they're starting a character breakfast in there as well which will be cheaper than the lunch lunch in there is quite expensive i think it's about last time i looked over 80 euros it's similar to Cinderella's Royal Castle in that you kind of, you know, it's kind of fixed um, in price. But uh, yeah, so may, maybe I'll do that. I don't know. But no, I hadn't, I hadn't really thought too much. Uh, is there any, anywhere in particular you like to eat there, Ryan? Or I'm usually, I, I usually just go kind of somewhere in Disney Village. To be honest, I've eaten at like Rainforest a few times. Um, uh, what's the sandwich place called? Oh, New, New York sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, wow. the sandwich. Yeah, yeah, so two I'm, isn't I'm, Yeah, I'm pretty easy, easy going to be honest. So, I've I eat never seen, I've never seen a McDonald's like it in my life. They still have beer as well, don't they? They do. McDonald's yeah. versus The Walking Dead when I went. <laughs> but all the zombies were trying to get out. It was wall to wall humanity. It can get very, very busy in there. Me very and, busy. Me and P Dubs were in there after the run Disney because it was. I, I, I know the problem was there wasn't much open that time of night, so a lot of people had gone to McDonald's, and I think we waited about forty-five minutes for our food. Jeez. Wow! In there, so I mean, at least it was hot. I will give them that. It was hot, but <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, so that's what that's what me and Ryan will be doing next month. Boom. 
All right, is there any more any more part news? Nah. Uh, there's oh. only a bit. There's bits and pieces, but um, Beaches and Cream is closing. Oh, I was about to say that. Yeah, I can't, okay. I'm, I'm gutted. Yeah, we're gonna miss. We've never eaten there yet, and it's shut again. Yeah, yeah. But when it when it reopens, though, I think they're gonna knock through into the arcade next door, and it is a it is a really small restaurant, and it's always hard to get into. So yeah. it's gonna be if if they take the whole of the arcade, it's gonna be significantly bigger. Um, so that that could be good. I think they're going to set up a temporary ice cream facility. I don't know if you'll be able to get everything that's on the menu, but they're going to set up something in the beach club. But to be honest, um, you've got uh, ample hills across the water, which which you can't. It's not a sit down, but there's plenty of places to sit on the boardwalk. And Ample Hills Creamery is really good, really good ice cream. So hmm. there's yeah, other options. Other options are available. For me, beaches and cream is is like the the desserts are amazing, but I actually mm. really like um, the meals in there as well. Yeah, um, they they do some really good good like just kind of like basic menu, but the food's done really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was on was on our list for the honeymoon. It has now unfortunately had to be scrapped. Well, next week I need to. Well, I think I need to phone Disney up this week just to figure out what the hell I'm going to do. Because I've got to get ADRs for seventeen people for two mm. weeks. Oh my god! Good luck with that one. Yeah, that. I, yeah, you might as well already understand that ain't happening. Hey, you'll be able. To, you'll be able to get how many nights you gone? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. You'll you'll be able to get fourteen nights in the Moroccan restaurant for all seventeen <laughs> of you. Not a problem. Did don't you do worry about it. I'm a genius. I just don't thank me. It's okay. They'll open for breakfast just for you. I need, I need the money. It will, yeah, it would. And they'll even throw in a belly dancer as well. And he's a very nice. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I've got to say, but, Ryan, like if you want, if you want ice cream, I mean, Mister D's. I've not uh, eaten at the creamery, so I can't recommend that. But we would always, uh, multiple times during a holiday, go down to Ghirardelli's for a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, which is which shot. is another good choice. But honestly, Ample Hills is at least as good, uh, I think maybe even better, just just because of the flavours of ice cream they've got. So it's at least as good. And if you go to Universal, that Cold Stone Creamery is really good as well. There you go. Ice cream after that. And, of course, oh. in Main Street, depending on the type of time of year, I got an absolutely amazing um, pumpkin-flavoured ice cream from there last year. From the ice cream parlour? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. it was amazing. It was, it was like secret menu kind of thing, though. Mm-hmm. So they had to go out back and get it, which... Uh, it came out all, all uh, already melted. I was like, I think you're going to need to get me another one of them, which they did. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure where they were storing it. Some dodgy fella in the back in the caravan. All right, what, what, what you want, Jim? Yeah, a pumpkin, pumpkin uh, ice cream. Yeah, I can get you one of them, yeah. Leave, leave it with me. I've been sat on this one for a while. <laughs> it's a bit melted, but, you know, it'll do. It'll do. Oh, right, you shake your back in. Just throw that one back in the freezer. We'll put this one out again. Is it like that? Yeah, I think it yeah. was, yeah, it was a bit like that. It tasted yeah, great, though, so like fair that. play to him. Yeah. Oh, you donkey. Oh, Rigi's just missed the Stop watching 90- the game, Craig. We're recording a podcast, you knob. Right. <laughs> um, if that's it for park news, there's no better time for me to take a little wander over to uh, general Disney news. The Diz After Dark general news is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. 
For all things Halloween Horror Nights at both Hollywood and Orlando, visit hhnunofficial.com. So, um, we had the Super Bowl yesterday. So, there was a few Disney TV spots that they released for the Super Bowl. Um, did anyone catch either um, the Marvel Endgame one or the Toy Story 4 one? Yes, I saw both of them, yeah. Um, I was a little, if I'm honest, a little bit underwhelmed. I was I was certainly underwhelmed by Toy Story. I don't know. I mean, Bo, Bo Peep looks like she's gone through se- several gender transformations in, between Toy Story 2 and 4. I don't, know what done to, I don't know what they've done to her. I, I get that they're making her look a bit cooler, which is totally fair, but I don't know what they've done to her face. Well, I need um, to see this now. I didn't, well, I, I mean, it's, she's, it's Toy Story 4. You know, I mean, she must be getting on a bit now. She, she's probably just had a little bit of work done. Woody's not aged. Yeah. Woody's not aged. China's not aging well. Definitely mm. plastic surgery, obviously. <laughs> I think what I didn't like about that Toy Story spot is that um, we saw Bo Peep, which was obviously um, something different, um, but um, we saw the two characters that we saw in the in the previous trailer that are played by Key and Peele, yeah, the rabbit and the chick, um, and we saw Buzz, who didn't speak, and we saw Woody, and because we'd already seen those characters in the previous spot, I wanted to see something I hadn't seen. Like it okay. didn't, it didn't add to me. It didn't add anything to what we hadn't seen before. They made a similar gag about Buzz Lightyear's catchphrase, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I, it, it kind of didn't say anything to me. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is with these Super Bowl trailers is that everyone gets so excited about them, and like there could be a max of thirty seconds. Like, what are they going to show off in that time? Well, they, I, I think they, 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 they could have shown like a whole uh, group shot. Well, yeah, I don't. I said I don't know what I expect. I, I think what I wanted was just some characters I hadn't seen in something previously. Yeah. So even if it was like Ham and Rex and Potato Head, for example, we would like it's characters that we know, but we haven't seen them really do anything in the in the other trailer. The only thing that was new in this one is we saw what we we heard from Bo Peep very 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 briefly. Um so yeah, I, I just just a little bit underwhelmed. But as you say, it's a thirty second spot. They pay uh, about five million dollars for a thirty second spot in the Super Bowl. It's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, I've I've just watched it now. I, I muted it so I didn't upset anyone. But um, it's sort of giving you the story there that it's it's based in a in a a, a, a traveling theme park or whatever. A circus, carnival, yeah, the carnival, yeah, uh, and and Woody uh, Buzz has been captured and and put out as a, a prize, and with the others, so it's, it's like, telling a little bit more story than the last one, which was basically nothing. Mm. It's like who is who is not seeing those toys move? It's broad daylight, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she does look. I'd like to see a comparison. Somebody must have put. Um, a Bo Peep comparison from see uh, film one and two to film four because she is um, stunning. Now. All she's done, all they've done, in my opinion, from because I saw they did release a 
a picture of Bo Peep's new costume uh, a few days before the... I think it might be like the Thursday or Friday before the Super Bowl. And the only thing for me that was different, the main difference is that she's not wearing anything on her head. She used to have a a kind of Bo Peep-style hat. Of course it was. A bonnet, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, like a bonnet. You're right, yeah. Um, And she wasn't wearing her kind of floral dress that she had. She was in like a kind of jumpsuit. Um, Now, what people are suggesting is that was what she had on, you know, that's what the, the, the doll had underneath the dress was what she's wearing now. But obviously, who knows? Um, but we're still not completely clear on the story. I mean, from what we understand, they go out to try and find Bo Peep for some reason. But but, but is, isn't that a good, isn't that a good um, trailer that it doesn't give away the story? You don't need to, like I mean I remember seeing the trailer for Toy Story three. They didn't really give you, they didn't give much away. They gave you a little idea of what's going on. I mean they can do it the other way around as well. Like I went to see How to Train Dragon three yesterday, which you can listen to my review on Pop After Dark, and um, I didn't see the trailers for that. But um, my wife said my wife. that there were things in the trailer that actually spoiled the film because you then knew what was going to happen in the film. And a lot of the Marvel films have been spoiled because basically the whole film is shown in a trailer. So that that sort of has left me wanting more. Yeah, and I, I mean, there's a balance. There is a balance, and I, and I get that. And again, I don't want the film spoiled, but I just want a little bit more of what I'm going to expect walking into mm, the theatre in June. Well, what's you know weird what is you're like, going to expect, don't you? Mm. Well, this is it, right? But what's weird is this: Disney have dropped what ten million on two ads, right? They would have. I don't understand. Million. Oh, because they dropped. Um, yeah, Captain Marvel as well. It's like mm. all they needed to do is release those clips on YouTube, and like everyone is going to see those three films anyway. Like I, I get it's just like a it's a weird box ticking exercise, isn't it? Just to have those at the Super Bowl. Oh, I think it's going to die out in a few years' time because I was reading a thing um, over the weekend where they were saying that the like this year they really struggled to get a headliner for the, the halftime show. Yeah, I mean, that was clear. Oh, oh absolutely, Crystal. Um, what, so what's happened is it was Avril Lavigne and she had the knocks out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um so, I mean, the thing is, I mean, th- there's been a few problems in the NFL for the last few years, and it all kind of started around Colin Kaepernick. Um, I don't know how you pronounce his name. But he was the American football player who who knelt down yeah. during the national anthem, and he's basically been blackballed. Not basically, he has been blackballed from the sport. It's it's absolutely ludicrous. Um, and so because of that, that's made, you know, that, that's caused the NFL uh, a lot of headaches. Because on the one hand, you've got people that are very, yeah, the NFL are right to, to make a stand and, and not, um, you know, give way to, you know, what he wants and, you know, allow him not to stand in the national anthem because they're so proud of their of the national anthem. Um, but it's then caused a reaction from other parts of the community that think the NFL have acted completely out of order because somebody wants to express their, their human rights. So... They've had this terrible PR for the last few years, and it's it's meant that things have really drastically dwindled. And 
the the halftime show was always and the Super Bowl itself was always like this massive thing you'd get you know 150 million people watching the Super Bowl mm. when it aired and, and everything like that and the audiences have been dwindling and I mean don't get me wrong I mean you know it's not like two million people watch it now but it's not the juggernaut that it was you know five ten years ago so I think it's going to die off the, the, this money. I think you're right. Uh, you know, what, what, you know, because Disney would have got those views on YouTube had they just dropped a tweet saying, "Oh, here's a new trailer." But um, what's also funny, I think, the opposite side of things over here is when you see the likes of England play. It's almost a game of, "Oh, which one knows a single word from the national anthem?" Let's play the game. Yeah, yeah, I, it's, yeah. A, it's a very different culture, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I, I don't know. It's, it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the future, but I can't see this okay. carrying on. With, with with social media so important in a, a film's success or failure now, I think they don't need to be spending $5 million on, on a trailer where they could spend a hundred grand, let's say, and get that trailer in front of far more people. Well, I obviously sent you the link on Friday because I know you'd love it, of um, Hobbs and Shaw, the Fast and Furious spinoff. Now yeah. they would, you know, the the Rock had been tweeting about it, saying that trailer is going to drop Super Bowl weekend. Now I don't know if they actually played a TV spot during the Super Bowl or not, because we don't get the adverts over here. But they dropped that trailer on the Friday, and it's yep. got you know millions upon millions of views over Super Bowl weekend. And that's just you hitting refresh. <laughs> and that is just me getting refreshed. But do you know what I mean? Like, so the thing is, you're right, Ryan. Like, the, back in the day, people be watching Super Bowl and they wouldn't be able to go on YouTube and right. rewatch what they've just seen. You had to watch it there and then. People don't do that now. So if you don't like, like we all did, so we couldn't see any of those TV spots watching the Super Bowl, but we could see them online straight away. Yeah, on Twitter, almost immediately after they were shown. Exactly. So, and officially released as well. It wasn't like someone filming on their phone. Yeah, yeah. the, the, the official accounts would, would put the, this stuff out. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think that's... And when that happens, when that day comes that Disney decide they're not going to spend money at the Super Bowl and instead they're just going to put a trail on YouTube at Super Bowl weekend, that's when it's really going to start hitting the fan for the, for the NFL. By that point, yeah. I mean, they'll probably be reduced to, I don't know, busted doing a halftime show. I've just been listening to the, to the new Busted album, I Loves Cooking Tea. I'm sure it's fine. I've got no problem with the band Busted. They're fine. But, um, but what the thing is, like when the first Super Bowl I watched live was 2007. The reason I watched that Super Bowl was because Prince was doing a halftime show. And I watched, I've watched nearly every Super Bowl since either live or I've recorded it and watched it the next day. And, you know, during that time, we had people like The Who, Paul McCartney, Tom Petty, Lady Gaga, uh, Justin Timberlake, Black Eyed Peas, but we won't talk about them too much, Lady Gaga, but they were the kind of big acts at the time, Coldplay, Madonna, you know, these were all, when they were headlining the Super Bowl halftime show, they were either at the peak of their careers or they were just legends. And this year, they got turned down by four artists before Maroon 5 said yes. 
Yeah, what? I'll tell you what, they ruined SpongeBob as well because I was really looking forward to that cameo, which I don't know if you've seen the episode of SpongeBob that they referenced. I, no, I knew nothing about it, and I and I used to watch SpongeBob quite a lot, but I think because there's so many episodes. Yeah, I, it genuinely is one of the best episodes they ever made. I think it's the first season, and mm. I think they showed like a very brief clip from it until some rap artist came on and just destroyed any reference to it. Because obviously Stephen Hillenburg died um, last year, mm. so they, there were a lot of people campaigning the NFL to actually include the Sweet Victory song in the in the performance. Um, so it's nice that they did a little nod, but I feel like the uh, sudden inclusion of uh, a rap artist kind of put it to a bit of a, a, a dampened mood. Not only that, but they would, you know, the Super Bowl was in Atlanta and they could only get one of Outcast. Yeah, yeah, right. Wow. And we won't even get onto Adam Levine's nipples on this on this episode because that's I just need to see too these much. nipples. They're just regular nipples. That's the problem. Nipples are some of my favourite things. That is very true. Um, So, yeah, the Marvel, um, the Avengers Endgame trailer or TV spot was fine. Again, didn't really give anything away. The difference between that and Toy Story 4 is that I I could walk into Toy Story 4, but I'd feel better walking into it with a bit of an idea of what the story is going to be about. With Endgame, I'm so engrossed in it. I could have watched no trailers and just go in opening night or opening morning and, and just be completely oblivious to what I'm going to watch for the next three hours. So yeah. that spot didn't do anything for me. And I'm Did pleased. you see that they reckon they've um people they reckon they've photoshopped um someone out of the trailer that they showed yesterday? No. Oh yeah, there's so there's been some some stills from that trailer and there's like a significant gap in two of the scenes. Um, where it, would, it just wouldn't, it would, it would just make total sense for someone else to be there, um, and they're not. So the the people were saying, oh, it's got to be Captain Marvel, surely, um, which would make sense. But uh, yeah, definitely, like this particular one scene where they're outside and they're walking across like a field, and they're all in formation, and there's just someone not there. Well, it's funny you say that because I went to a fan event last year for Avengers: Infinity War, and in that at the end like it was like a Q&A thing they brought out like a lot of the cast to talk about the film and at the end of it they said we're going to show you um some of the beginning of the film but the but this footage starts after the first five minutes of the film because something happens we don't want that spoiled so we're going to show you after that Um, and so for those that saw put it on yeah so for those that have obviously seen Infinity War, the beginning of it starts uh, in space on the new Asgard um, and, and a, char- a key character dies. So we didn't see that footage, but we saw the next like 15, 20 minutes of the film. But yeah. there were bits that were taken, that, that were edited out. And I mean, it wasn't that jarring, but you could notice that you, you would miss something. And it wasn't all necessarily in sequence. And that was because what we could have seen would have, you know, been easily you could even easily have spe- speculated afterwards before the film would come out. So you know, it would be the first time that Marvel have released footage that doesn't have the complete picture to, um, you know, not to reveal too much. And I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm happy. With, I'm totally on board with it. I'd rather them show. I mean, everyone's going to see this film regardless of whether there's a trailer or not. So I'd rather them show less rather than more. 
and I didn't watch the Captain Marvel one because, frankly, I, I don't want to see any more of Captain Marvel. I just want to see the film. Captain yeah, Marvel, I didn't either. Give, give nothing away. Captain Marvel, um, you've seen everything that they showed in that 30-second trailer. Yeah, I probably... I, I went... When I was at cinema last night, they had a trailer for it, and I kept looking down at my phone. I didn't want to see too much. Um, it, it doesn't give anything away. None of the trailers for Captain, because we don't know what, what story she plays or anything. Basically, it's very, very, yeah, it's lovely. Captain yeah. Marvel's going to be amazing. Yeah, I can't. Oh, it's going to smash it, yeah. It's going to absolutely smash it. So that, that gap is obviously either Captain Marvel yeah. or Ant-Man. Yeah, it's we've one seen, of the two, isn't it? We've seen Ant Man in a, in a previous trailer, so I'd be surprised if it's Ant Man. I reckon. I reckon oh, yeah, because he turns up, doesn't he? Yeah, he does turn up, and you do see him putting his helmet on in that little trailer. Then, mm. yeah, it's got to be Captain Marvel, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got to be what, Captain I tell you Marvel. What was, I tell you what was weird in that trailer, unless though. it's Loki. Oh, well, oh can you imagine? I tell you what was what we, was weird in that trailer though, was seeing Rocket Raccoon with no one else. Oh, stop it. Yeah. You're breaking me little heart. You needed a little badger friend or a Mr. Toad. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, a Rocket and Groot solo movie or series on Disney Plus is coming. Well, Rocket and Groot have got little cartoons on Disney Life at the moment. Yeah, yeah. there you go. See, uh, they'd be stupid not to make a film or um, live action show of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, was there any other non Disney Park news that anyone wanted to bring up? No, nothing for me. No, no. Brexit. Right, well, in that case, uh, just before we do wrap up, uh, I want to go back to our new segment, my new favourite segment, uh, Things That Make You Go. Things That Make You Go. Ah! Things That Make You Go. Does anyone have anything? Because I do. I don't. You go. I, I, okay. I kind of. I spent like a good half hour last time. That is true. I feel, I feel like you should have a go. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, I'll go start with my one in. Disney Magical Pride. I, sorry. Hang on. Let me. I, I missed what? a bit. Di- people that hate on Disney Magical Pride. That's what makes me go this week because we talked about it earlier. And this sounds brilliant, and I really think it's a good thing. But the amount of people complaining across social media that this is a thing has not, unfortunately, not shocked me. But just the response has just made me bang my head. Like people turning around saying, "Well, when are they going to do a magical uh, event for straight people?" Yeah, but that's that's an age-old argument. Every time there's a, a pride event in any major city, all the heterosexual people just all start kicking off. It's ridiculous. That's what I mean. tell you what, though. There's, there's, there's one place, um, luckily very close to me, where that doesn't really happen, and that's Brighton, right? Well-known, probably worldwide, for perhaps having one of the best pride events on the planet. Mm. And it, it does. I'm, I'm with you. It doesn't shock me at all that people... Are going about it this way and it, it's really annoying because it's like how uncomfortable with yourself do you have to be to hate on other people who just want to be included and have this event that they don't even have to you know these people don't even have to go to it right as you said earlier mm. it's like 
for me though, if I was free that weekend, I'd be going, I'd be, I'd be packing my glow sticks, I'd be away, and I'd be loving it. Well, we were having this conversation last year about um, about Pride in London, and um, we knew some people going and they were taking their kids. And my wife said, "Why would you want to go to the event if you were straight?" And I said, "Well, I said I would go. I said because." By going to it, you don't have to be gay, but by going to an event like that, you're showing your solidarity. You're showing that you, um, you know, support this and you support people that, you know, don't always have a voice or don't feel they're represented. And so I see it as almost like strength in numbers. You don't have to be involved in the movement. And I mean, I've never, I've never been an experience. I've been to gay clubs I've never been once made to feel uncomfortable for being in a gay club. I mean, I, I don't know. I think I told this story on Ego once, but I went to, uh, the first time I went out clubbing um, at a gay bar, I was about 20 or so, and we was going out with a gay couple. There was a few of us out, and I had my line ready for when someone hit on me. I was absolutely adamant somebody was <laughs> going to hit on 20-year-old Nick. And I was, you know, my line was just going to be like, I'm really flattered, but I'm actually not gay. And I was more heartbroken that not a single gay person tried to hit on me that night. To be fair, I've I've seen your hair cut in real life. I wouldn't hit on you. It wasn't wasn't that long then, or that curly. Um, But yeah, I mean, I've never felt like awkward to be in in a place that's, you know, it's supposed to be for gay people. So... I, I think we should be supporting it. And and the thing is, as you said, it's in the studios, it's a hard-ticketed event. People that are against promoting homosexuality, they don't have to go. They don't have to see what's going on because it's going to be somewhere they, they're not even going to be able to get into. So I don't understand why this is such a big thing. And it's the same kind of attitude when it's uh, you know International Women's Day. Oh, when is it going to be International Man's Day? Well, the other three hundred sixty-four days, mate. Um, and I've all, and also as well, I've learned this with vegans, and I'm guilty of this myself, right? So before, you know, about fifteen months ago, I couldn't understand vegetarians. I definitely couldn't understand vegans. Couldn't understand why, you know, this was a thing, or why you'd want to just be able to live on grass and gravel, right? And so I would take the piss out of people if they were vegans, because I just couldn't get my head around it. And it was only kind of deciding to go down that path myself after doing various bits of research that I realised that what somebody chooses to eat makes no difference to what somebody else does. And I get that there are militant vegans out there who will, you know, really try to hammer home why, uh, you know, everybody should be vegan. And we'd all be better on as a planet if we were. And I'm not vegan myself, but I know that we'd all we'd all be have a better life if we were. But it confuses me. I'll be honest, right? Well, yeah, are vegans you're old. are vegans vegetarians? No, they're vegans. What does that mean? So they can't eat grass. No, they can't eat dairy. They don't ah. eat. They don't eat products that come from animals. So don't yes, drink dairy, milk, dairy, anything with cheese, honey in it, like, egg, eggs. Yeah, you can't eat eggs. Yeah, no dairy. No what dairy. about um, what's that stuff that comes out of a fish? No, can't eat that. 
can eat fish. No. No. Why? Because it's an Vegetarians animal. Vegetarians can eat fish. No, they can't. Vegetarians eat fish. No, they don't. That's a pescatarian. They, no, they, they believe in God. <sighs> this is what we have to part with, Ryan. Just <laughs> What's going on? Tr- troll the clock <laughs> with Craig. Um, but so I, I, so I have been guilty of that. But the thing is, once you realise that if somebody wants to choose to do something, it doesn't actually impact you. And if you start pulling, you know, start taking the piss out of somebody for that, you're the idiot. Because they're not affecting your life. I've got vegan friends. If they want to, you know, not eat anything that casts a shadow, then so be it. They're Are not making me do that. Because that would blow me mind. No. Oh, okay. But I do go to Pride events. So do they eat meat at the Pride events? So anyway, uh, that's what's made me angry this week, is people that just can't let people enjoy life. And especially with this magical Pride event. I would love to go to that magical pride event for no other reason that hardly anyone's going to be there. Could be half empty. You're going to be able to walk on everything. Mm, we'll see. Maybe I we reckon... should make an agreement to go to next year's event. Oh, yeah. I would love to. What date is it this year? 1st of June. 1st of June. When are you getting married, Ryan? 1st of June. Whoa, my mind's blown. Let me have a look at what I'm on on the 1st of June because me and Nicholas can go. Craig, we've, got use get, we've got to get permission from my wife's first. My <laughs> wife will go. My wife will my wife will let me go. Uh, Mr. D, was there anything that had made you angry this week? No, I'm very happy. I'm glad to hear <laughs> I'm really glad to hear that. Really yeah. glad to hear that. I mean I, I just I just the, you know, the sort of people that throw up objections to these sort of things. You, 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 yeah, you can get angry about that, but no matter, you know, you're always going to come across a minority of people that just don't want to let other people live their lives. And I just, to me, it's, I just feel sorry for them. They're small-minded and I just wouldn't let it bother me. Yeah. Basically how the Second World War started, isn't it? Really. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty it's much. Similarities. And I don't, I don't um, think you people invaded Poland, Craig. I don't think you're historically <laughs> right there, but I could be wrong. Minorities, minorities were victimised. Mm. That, that's my point. Yeah. You know, so live and let live, right? Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want to do and just just let everybody just get on with it. I would love, I would give my left testicle to go to that event. I'm working so I can't go. Which is quite funny that you said about giving up your left testicle and mentioning World War Two because, as we all know, Hitler only had one ball. The other was in the Albert Hall. I thought it was in the Kelvin Hall. I thought it was in the Garden Wall. No, it was in the Kelvin Hall. Some Scotland. Oh, my God. This is blowing my mind. It's in the Garden Wall in Liverpool. It's in the Garden Wall somewhere. (laughs) Basically, everybody wants one of Hitler's balls. I'll tell you what, somebody missed the merchandising trick, didn't they? Oh, definitely, yeah. Set, you know, just, just painting golf balls and sending them as one of Hitler's balls. Yeah, I mean, we had his diaries, so it's just amazing nobody's turned up a Hitler's ball. Can, can I just, it, it would just go from point millions out, at Sotheby's. Can I just point out to everyone listening, I know we've mentioned his name a lot, a lot more than we've mentioned Jimmy Savile on this episode, but we do not condone, condone in any <laughs> way, shape or form anything that Hitler did. And before anyone points it out, yes, I know he was a vegetarian. Um Craig. Was Hitler a vegetarian? Is that true? Apparently so. Apparently so. That's just blow my mind. There you go. Uh, Craig, has anything made you angry this week? 
<laughs> Hitler not eating meat. That's pissed me right <laughs> off. In a schnitzel or whatever. No, I think he, he was eating... Alsatian. Yeah, I think he was eating corn schnitzel. Yeah. Um, He's still better off than Gobbles. Well, thanks. Because <laughs> he didn't have any at all. This is literally the only Disney podcast on the planet that's making <laughs> Hitler-based jokes. Well, there you go. I mean, everyone's got to have their niche. Um, <laughs> Ryan, is there anything uh, that, that's particularly annoyed you this week? You know what? After after last time, I don't think there is this week. Um, I think I'm, I think I'm all right. But I, it will build up over the next week or so, and I'm, I'm bound to go off on one again soon. Nice, nice. That's good. Well, in that case, I think there's no better time, especially before we start thinking of any other jokes we can make about Mein Führer, um, that we should wrap up this episode of a Disney podcast. So, uh, Craig, Paul, Ryan, thank you ever so much uh, for joining me. Um, thank you, dear listener, for downloading. Um, thank you for the new Patreons that joined us um, back in January. Uh, we hope you're going to enjoy our, the exclusive content that we put out on the patreon channel and if you want to support us you still can um and we will see you for another Diz after dark in two weeks so until then ta-ta i'll feed his in that's actually a bunch of reference <laughs> these papers are not in order i think this could be uh ryan's farewell episode oh no my schnitzel <laughs> <laughs> G'day, I'm Lewis. And I'm Catherine. And each week you can tune into Diz Down Under to hear our unofficial views of Disney from Australia. That's right, you can hear about the latest Disney news and our adventures in theme parks and talking about movies from the most isolated city in the world. That's right, good old Perth got that title. <laughs> but it doesn't stop us from getting out and seeing a lot of Disney and experiencing a lot of Disney. From an Australian point of view. <laughs> you can catch us on thegentlemanofpopculture.com. Why? Because we like you. Kick it! Can't get enough, can't get enough! He's the one, two, three! Mickey Mania! Never gonna end! Mickey Mania! You're my, you're my, you're my! Mickey Mania! He's really a nice mouse! He sure is! Now hold on, move it! Never to prove it! Give it a rock! A house with a mouse! This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network. Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? (laughs) Well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash After Dark Network. Here, you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support.